What's up, guys? Welcome to the Floaty Cast for episode 76. Y'all like that little intro I did there? I, I was doing that on purpose because I needed to compress a little bit and be like, <sighs> Nah, I'm, I'm be real with it's you. Over. I didn't like it at all. I, yeah. I didn't like it at all. Threw yeah. me all off. Threw me oh, off. Bro, my that's game. the point. That's the point because we also have a special guest here today. As you heard me say earlier, Mike Morton is here for our end of year recap, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. End of the year. Bro, literally the day after tomorrow, it's uh it's January first. It's twenty twenty two, bro. It's the year of the swizzle, bro. It's the swizzle's sure. year. I'm feeling twenty two, you know what I'm saying? We only take that uh, out of twenty two. Somebody's gotta take an L though. If if we're taking dubs, who's taking the L? <laughs> That's how that works. That's not true. Just because you win doesn't mean No, everybody winning next year, bro. Everybody. That's not Knock, uh, on, wood, know, knock on wood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> except it was I mean, if you win, if except your ops, if if you win, technically your ops do lose. I guess yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. obstacles, you, you, have no opponents. Opponents. you just win it on your own. Facts, bro. Facts, bro. So whoever our opponents are right now, you're taking else. I don't know who you are yet. But they may come to come to light when I see on Twitter that somebody's like, I can't win for losing. I'm like, bro, sorry, bro. I guess you're my natural opponent because we're taking dubs this year. Anyway, anyway, let's get started. Scott, how was your, uh, how was Christmas break? Uh, uh, fan, fantastic. Uh, can't, can't say a single bad thing about it. It was nice to stay home. Uh, I get two weeks off of work for the holidays paid, which is fantastic, right? Um, so I haven't been working every day for once in this podcast life. Um, um, You're not you doing, know, doing a pod doing every day thing. either. Not doing a pod every day. Uh, I am working on working on something every day, so I've been productive. But uh, I did have to uh, take a trip on a plane that, um, you know, down to Orlando, um, which is a funny story because every time I fly down to Orlando, I don't make it back the day I'm supposed to make it back. So I thought this was going to be the time that was different. Uh, it was not. It never is, man. It was not. We showed up at 11 o'clock because our flight was supposed to leave at three, right? So anybody who's flown out of Orlando knows that that's, that's about the right amount of time, especially during, you know, the holidays, right? So I show up at 11. Uh, we get through security. They let us know that our flight's been delayed till 4.30. Um, so I'm like, great. Well, now we got plenty of time. So we get something to eat. By the time we're done eating, we get let known that our flight was delayed till 6.30. Um, so 6 o'clock rolls around, and they call my family up, and they're like, hey, we downsized the aircraft. We don't have your seats. So, um, oh, well, we'll put you on a flight tomorrow. And you I mean, they made they made it right, you know what I'm saying? Like, but the fact of the matter is, like, now I never make Orlando. it out of Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I never make it out of that airport without staying another night. Yeah, you're like entitled like four times the cost of your ticket. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, they made it right. Um, and I flew on a better airline, so I was flying silver. If anybody's flown silver, it's sketchy. Um, I'm not going to say they're <laughs> bad airline. I just don't. I don't like turboprops, though. You know, uh, turboprops are the ones with the propellers on the outside. So if you're flying commercially and you see props on the outside, then you know you're in for a bad time. Uh, it's just smaller aircraft and stuff. But uh, they put us on, I think it was American or something like that. So much bigger, had 
Wi-Fi, things like that, much more comfortable. So I can't complain on the flight back, but I did have to stay another night, you know? But My man. Hey, what'd Santa Claus bring you, bro? Uh, Santa Claus doesn't bring me much at all, bro, because Santa Claus is always bringing everybody else something. But uh, I did, I got a watch. So Was it an Apple um, watch? No, no. Oh, it's I'm a I'm a Galaxy guy, so it was a new Samsung Galaxy. Are you 4. trying to tell me um, that you are you're an Android person? Like, I am. You're looking me in the eyes and telling me on this podcast where we are recording live that you are an that Android I, man. I Bruh. am in, in fact an Android person. Made this... the switch to Apple one time in my life, and that was because it was like the most broken buy one get one deal that I've ever seen in my entire life. So I was like, I'll make the switch because I don't have to pay for my phone. And then when I got in there, she's like, no, it's transferable to any phone. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just get the S21 Plus. Thanks. This, I got this man's phone number and I'll never text him <laughs> because I don't like the green bubbles, bro. <laughs> That's where our relationship's at. <laughs> hey, Facebook Messenger, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all, there's all a day. reason. So it's funny that you say that because ever since the Apple versus Android thing started, I almost exclusively use messenger and i only use my phone number for work and it's because i hate to hear people complain like every time i text them they're like bro your phone's green uh or like one guy was honestly looking me in the eyes and was like are you poor and i'm like bro my phone's more expensive (laughs) than your phone and it's more powerful i don't know what you want from me like i don't know why you think i'm poor (laughs) 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 i'm like I'm like, you're rocking an iPhone 6, bro. Get out of my yeah, face for that. Yeah, my- bro. Isn't that ridiculous? Like, my son, he's got a, he's got an iPhone 7 now. Breaking news. My kid's got a phone. I'm still not over it. Wait, wait, wait. And- <laughs> he's 11. What was that? 11? Yeah. So he's got he's no. got an iPhone 7. But if he looks Scott in the eyes and, like, for whatever reason, got a message from him and it said it was green, he'd be like, bro, are you broke? And be like, kid, come on, dog. Your phone's six years old. My phone came out last year. Like it's, it's crazy, bro. No. Anyway, basically, this doesn't really matter. You just on the other side. It's like red lightsabers versus blue lightsabers. No, there is a definite winner and loser there. The red lightsabers are bad. You're not supposed to be red lightsabers. I mean, I feel like there are no winners and losers in Star Wars. It's really just like whether you live or die. The dark side of the Force, bro. They're, they call it the dark side of the Force for a reason. It's evil. Like, what was their true goal? Like, world domination or our universal domination? It could be. Bro, have been it's all to keep, bring balance <laughs> to the Force, man. That's it. There has to, I mean, when there's light, there's dark. When there's dark, there's light. That was the whole story. Anyway, Mike, how are you doing, my guy? <laughs> bro, I'm super. How you guys doing? Oh, bro. How was how was your Christmas? Like, how was your holidays, bro? What what have you been up to? To be honest, man, my holidays are awkward. They they like like there's great things that happen, and there's equally bad things that happen. Balance to so, the force, like we talked about. <laughs> exactly. I won't get into those, but I, you know, uh, actually, we'll get into the high points. So, at the high points, we uh, we went to Jalen's house, and that's where we spend Christmas sometimes. And um, we played games with the family. That was pretty fun. I saw uh, 
uh, Simba from our TikToks bought uh, Jalen's daughter one of those hoverboards, and she fell on her face. So I had a little <laughs> good uncle chuckle right there. Uh, um, hey, uh, you know uh, what else? What else cool happened on Christmas? There's a whole bunch of other cool stuff that happened on Christmas, but I don't really remember right now because it wasn't that important. But, you know, I'm still here, still alive, still kicking and doing what I do. Hey, that's what's good. That's what's good. Yeah, Christmas was insane for me, man. I ain't even going to lie to you. My family came down from from the D, from Detroit, and uh, we uh, we kicked it with them. And it, it's awesome, man. You know, you don't we don't get to do that too often. And my daughter, she's finally hit that age where Christmas is everything. And bro, oh, wow. she was locked and loaded, ready to go. She was up at four thirty in the morning, opening the presents. Like then we drove over to grandma's house, opened some more, and just hung out. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. You forget how broken Christmas is when you're a kid, because like you go to multiple houses and, and there's you're like just gifts like for you loaded. And you, like, like, and you don't even like how did Santa like know that? My that my grandma lived here. Like, how, like she doesn't have no kids or nothing. How did he know? know I was gonna go there. Like, how? What is the logistics of this? <laughs> how does this man do this? How does? Bro, I I every day I fear my son figuring that out. You know what I'm saying? Because like me and his mom are divorced and shit. So he like he came up to me and he's like, I know you bought it. Like one of the toys he's like i know you bought for me i was like no no i didn't he's like no we both love pokemon you bought this for me i know you did and i was like all right all right i got that one got no, that one. Ones, boys deny boys <laughs> deny boys deny but i mean like at what point do kids deserve to know about like that you are santa claus i i'm my common thumb is uh or my rule of thumb i think that's the saying is uh when the kids start telling at school, that's when I'm gonna fess up. <laughs> all right, I, I'm so all them sure believe my th- kids already figured it out. Like I think he knows. He just like he's letting us play along with the game because like he knows it makes us feel good. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. Santa. He's like, you gotta great. go to bed because of Santa Claus, and he's like, he's like, yeah, sure, okay, I'll go yeah, to bed. Whatever, bro. So you can put the. I'll be like, I'll be like, like, be like, shut the fuck up, kid. Go to bed. <laughs> I feel like Santa is like the first traumatic, like mental for children. It's just like once I figure out that my parents are Santa, I'm no longer like innocent, like or like I'm not like as childish as I once was. <laughs> so, like, what are you gonna tell me next? Your financial situation, mom and dad? <laughs> <laughs> what's the average? What's the APR on your car note, mom? <laughs> How much credit card debt do we have? <laughs> You're going to tell me the I'll... medical bills it cost for me to be born? I don't care about that. Oh, I'm still paying him off. It's oh, been six years. Jesus shout Christ. out. Shout out medical bills. Oh, my... Shout out student loans. Oh, I don't have any of those. So I'm sorry for those that do. I got a, I got a lot. <laughs> you got a lot of what? Oh God! God bless the military for that one. Woo. You guys, you guys want to throw me a GI Bill? 
Nah. Uh, I got some left over, bro. If I could float you it, then I would, but I can't. You want, you got to call me Papa, bro, so I can transfer it to you. <laughs> Is that how that works? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like you yeah. can transfer it to... Well, I think you have to be in a certain amount of time, but you could transfer it to your... Uh, to your uh, like sons, daughters, and I think wives, maybe. I think um, I don't know about wives. Uh, I think that's like the Montgomery uh, Bill, whatever. Anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about the meta. And have you guys been playing some Pokemon in the last two weeks or what? Yeah, uh, yeah. I play sometimes. Yeah. So let me tell you about let me tell you about what happened. All right. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. I don't know if you guys have seen, right? But um, there's this crazy deck out, UV Max, oh, and it's man. still the fucking top. Heard of it? It does. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter what comes out. Times. It's gonna be four to six of the top eight at every single tournament. You think so? Uh, it has been consistently. Oh, you? I mean, like. I've seen the deck like in in like IRL play, and I don't know why, but it doesn't always hit like it's supposed to. Like it uh, does on, like online. Oh, uh, I think what you mean to say is you've seen bad players pilot it, um, because it does in fact hit everything you need to, um, IRL every single time. No, but seriously though, the only tournament that it didn't like place a ton at in top eight is Liam Kidd's number four. Um, and surprisingly enough, Jolteon took the majority of the top spots there. Yeah. Like, it's... it's hey, Jolteon's kind of lit when, you're, uh, when your client's not bugged. I'll get to my uh, soapbox on that one in a minute. Why is your client bugged? Okay. All right, well, I guess I'm going to start. All right, so... Uh, last time I streamed, and it was after the podcast, I played a... I think it was a late night series before Christmas, I played Jolteon VMAX because I wanted to play it. And the deck's nice. It's super good. You know, being able to hit 100 and 100 for just one energy is insane when you have the tool. But for some reason, when I started streaming playing the deck, uh, my PTCGO client bugged. And I don't know if it was the client or my computer, but the middle of the screen, you cannot, you couldn't press it. Like it wouldn't do anything. So, like, I was in a situation where I would go to, uh, I had a Drizzile with damage on the front, and all I had to do was scoop up net to continue my turn to play the Drizzile down on the bench Sobble and move the Jolteon in the active and start applying pressure. And I would, I was trying to hit the, I hit the scoop up net, and then uh, it wouldn't scoop up net my Drizzile that was in the active. It would just sit there. And then I got timed out because it wouldn't do anything. And it scoop up netted the the benched um, Sobble and then ended my turn. And the dude proceeded to wax me because I couldn't do anything after that. And I was like, yo, fuck this shit, bro. And then I was just like on ultra tilt mode the whole time and went like, I think one and two. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore because... PTCGO bugged out on me, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it was PTCGO or if it was my computer for whatever reason. Like, because like I restarted my computer and it wouldn't, uh, it didn't do it again. So it was whack. But Jolteon's a good deck, though. I'm not gonna lie. 
Yeah, I've been trying to piece together the deck like IRL, but I'm not feeling paying ten dollars for regular Jolteons. I feel that. Well, they're not regular. They're ten exclusive <laughs> because Pokemon <laughs> hates us. Yeah, like the only way you can get the card like not in a tin or in a box is like it to pull the full art. Yeah, and then let's yeah. let's just go ahead and look up Jolteon V real quick. Uh, on it's, uh, it's actually player. ridiculous. Uh, it's like, yeah, eight seventy six for the low. I don't even know, bro. Let's talk about this Jolteon V promo card, bro. The the alt art forty four dollars easy, son. Nice <laughs> though. Oh yeah, it do look nice. Oh oh oh, the Jolteon V Max, bro. You ready? Fifty dollars, bro. So if you get that Jolteon V Max Premium Collection somewhere, wherever it is, who knows where it's at? Probably on back order. This is probably why these prices are like this. You're getting extreme value, bro, because you're getting a hundred dollars worth of cards immediately. Yeah. I think they sell the like the resellers that have the Jolteon boxes have it for like eighty five dollars. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we yeah. got Jolteon V Maxes are eleven. Jolteon hey. V's eight seventy six. Say it again. We we need to make a podcast or like an app that tracks like Pokemon card stocks. Like as a Pokemon card, there already was a, there already was an app like that. Not a podcast. I'm sure there is a podcast that just talks prices. Bro, we could do a segment though. You could you could talk about price points or like how good the card is in the meta. It's just like it's like Sports Center for like Pokemon. Denonet, Denonet, Floaty what Center. If, <laughs> what if Logan Paul runs the podcast that watches market value, and that's what's really driving the Logan Paul doesn't listen to this, or like, or maybe he does listen to this, and he pulls me in, and we get this shit done. Like that would be. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure like are the number one eighteen plus Pokemon podcast on the market right now. So I'm pretty sure Logan Paul's heard of us, you know, just uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure if I look scroll down my Instagram DMs real quick, I got one from him somewhere. I gotta look hard <laughs> enough though. We're just we're t- too big of a deal to be bothered yeah, by such, you know bothered by some nuisance. <laughs> oh, that is Logan Paul. Yeah. Logan Paul, if you hear this, bro, hit me up. <laughs> I'll take that free clout. <laughs> Not a big deal. I'll be the guy. But other than that, I mean, the meta seems like it's what it is, and it has been for the last, like, since Fusion Strike came out. It's Muse World, and we're living in it. I mean, there are some counter decks. Like that? I mean, that, I, what's that? I said that's fair. It's Muse World, and we're living in it. Yeah. Uh, like that counter deck that Ross Cawthorn came up with, and uh, Scott did a video on it. Shameless plug, YouTube. Go sub, like, and subscribe. Uh, that, I love that deck. I, yeah, you were I, hyping I that up in the that. group chat. You were like, yo, this deck is gasoline. I right. mean, the deck was, like, not bad. It was just, like, you lost to, like, other popular decks. Yeah. But you don't. You, you, you don't. You lose to Jolteon. That's it. You lose to Jolteon and, and Rapid Strike. You don't lose a Rapid Strike. Yes, you do. You body Rapid Strike, bro. Oh, my no, God. No. No. You get graped in the mouth. <laughs> you just don't. You just don't over bench, bro. You just play it smart and you body Rapid Strike. Jolteon, you just can't play around. You're just like, yeah, I'll just take 100 each turn and just lose everything. But 
I might have to side with uh, Mike on that one. I feel like Rapid Strike would be the worst matchup. Well, Jolteon might be the worst, but Rapid Strike's right behind it. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I have you, you trying to money match, bro? 86 games of war against Rapid Strike. <laughs> and a good, good 17 of those were victories. So maybe I was just playing bad players. I don't know, but it's the deck is fine. The Hoopa has 120, right? Yeah, everything has 120. It, Rapid Strike kills everything in the deck. It it does, but so they just like Melanie and smack two things, and then you just go, okay, I hit you for one twenty, and then you go Melanie attach, smack two things. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So the the whole thing is like they're gonna smack two things. You're gonna take one knockout by going hoop, and then you know finishing it up with like a Moltres or whatever, right? They're gonna smack two things. They're gonna go down in prizes. Then you're gonna hit them with the Moltres for the one hit KO after. Pinging a couple times, right? Because so they're smacking both your Inteleon. Then you hit him with the Hoopa. If they make the mistake and not attack with the Hoopa, you know what I'm saying? Like, they either kill the Hoopa or the Inteleon. They can't kill both. Either way, you're only taking two knockouts. But, but and you, it only takes you three turns. Like, are you seeing the line where they take four prizes before you take three? That's fine. They could take four prizes. They, they take four prizes before you take three, and then they're out of energy, bro. I'm telling you, it doesn't work out the way you think it is. That's... That's just two waters and two uh, rapid strike energies. Like bro, they, they can't they, find the rapid strike energy. I'm t- they play artillery. They bro, fuck the artillery, bro. That's what I be saying. I got you, Scott. I got you, Scott. They can't artillery, only- stupid. <laughs> they can only find the view. They can't find both. That's how it works. Call it karma. I don't know. Maybe I just hate rapid strike as a whole. Hey, man. And then they just throw off your prize trade by like attacking with the one non uh, Vmaxed Urshifu. Oh, uh, if they do that, bro! If anybody ever gets smart enough to do that and not feed me to three prizers, you're you're cooked. So there, there's how you beat it for sure. For sure, you either always hit your Rapid Strike energy, or you just only play one Vmax, and then then um hey. then you win a hundred percent of the the time that's actually movie max because then then i got nothing man maybe i just overanalyzed to to our listeners scott got so heated in that debate that he took his blanket off <laughs> <laughs> it's hot so like i live in a basement with my mom no i'm just kidding but no i do live downstairs so, so you are broke yeah, I am broke. No, um, I I own the house. I live in the basement, in. I just choose to live in the basement. You know, there you go. No, but uh, no. So when they turn the AC on upstairs, even if it's like just minute, it gets to be like fifty degrees downstairs. But uh, when they turn it off, it heats up super quick for some reason. So it's like a constant struggle of blanket or no blanket. Bro, I have the same problem. Like, but it's like during so in the summertime, my wife leaves my apartment on like frigid. <laughs> but like in the winter time, it's like hell. So I can't like I I don't know how I'm really wearing this sweater right now. I think I am because I'm not wearing an undershirt. Like it's act like the temperature outside is like the same as the temperature inside of my house right now, and it's like 65 degrees in Georgia in oh, December. So oh my god, yeah, it's been a it's been a warm one. Don't worry, we're gonna get bodied in February, bro. It's coming. Oh, for sure <laughs> we're, we're gonna get we're gonna be like snowed in my power lines are gonna be iced over like seven feet of snow i'm gonna be like bro i can't go to work for like eight days straight ah, that sounds like heaven though minus yeah, as long as they minus the uh 
the uh, power lines being froze over where I don't have electricity, that'll suck. But like, if I can play a game anyway, anyway, if we gotta we gotta keep on trucking. <laughs> yeah, I'll switch to solar power. That's how you what? I tell you what though, if if we do get bodied in February and it's cold as hell, you know what warms up a good day? Death Wish Coffee. I'm telling you, my guy. Death Wish Coffee is where it's at. And it is the strongest coffee in the world. No cap. There's a uh, skull on it, so you know it's legit. And uh, we got something for you guys. If you guys want some Death Wish Coffee, you can get coffee beans if you want. You can get Keurig Cubs. Cups. Cubs. You can get Keurig Cubs too, I guess. That's a thing. But you can get K-Cups. You can get it all. And you can hit our affiliate link down below for some Death Wish Coffee. It helps us out, and it helps you get some of that fresh, strong, mean coffee. Mike Morton, get you some Death Wish Coffee, homie. Bro, I was about to ask you if that was a plug. That you guys whole... are up there. Bro, bro, yeah, it's been a while, bro. <laughs> that was an ad read, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Huh? You know our slogan: "No free ads, bro." Yeah, that's, that's right. Fine. I was that was not a free ad, bro. That was just an oh. ad. Shout no out Deathwish Coffee. Hit our link below. <laughs> it means a lot. You're definitely gonna want some because it's gonna get cold eventually. I promise. Get y'all some Death with Deathwish Coffee, hey. Scott. So funny story about Deathwish. Before we move on, right? My son, I was popping a K cup in the in the Keurig, and my son looks at it and goes, "Dad." You're not supposed to drink poison. And I was like, what the f are you talking about, kid? Well, drink poison. And I looked, it's got a skull and crossbones, right? And he watches a lot of cartoons. And anytime you see cartoons, then it's poison. It's a skull and crossbones. And I was like, I see you. Uh, this is daddy's poison. And if daddy doesn't have this poison, daddy's going to be a very grumpy guy in a minute or two. So uh, let me drink this. But I couldn't, you know, I didn't have the heart to tell him that it was a. Uh, Coffee. Just plain old coffee. He thinks I'm a badass now because I'm just drinking poison for fun in the morning. Straight up arsenic, know. bro. <laughs> what if he doesn't think you're a badass, but thinks you're unintelligent? Ah, uh, that's ooh, probably that's more accurate. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> and then he just goes to the kids and goes, "My dad drinks poison." <laughs> and that's then his teachers call. Oh, oh this could be bad. His nose and go, Woo! <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, this could be bad actually. His teachers are going to call like the government on me and then I'm going to get a knock on the door from some guy in a suit talking about do we need to talk? He's like searching the house and he just sees Death Wish Coffee and he's like, "Oh, I got some of that too." And you're like, "Yeah, dog. Hit the affiliate link down in the de in the description below of our uh, podcast. Check it out. Not a big deal." Save whatever. Is it 20%? Uh, uh not yet. I actually I don't know. Not yet soon but there are a bunch of promo card uh, promo codes available at we got you i gotta check and see if we got a promo code anyway i don't drink coffee but if you would start be death wish coffee i guess so <laughs> all right i hear I all hear right. we got something big though right yeah I hear there was a bunch of bunch of stuff happened yeah all right so after our podcast two weeks ago, by the way, thank you guys so much for, uh, you know, bearing with us during all these holidays and breaks and stuff. Appreciate that. I, by myself, Scott was not included in this until after I dropped it. <laughs> so any grief come at me. <laughs> I decided 
I went rogue for once and uh, tweeted out that we were doing an end of year award show for the podcast. And this thing, this thing, first, before we talk about all the the categories and stuff like that and do all that, I want to let you guys know that all these options were mine and my own. This was just for fun. And that if you were not included on the list of people who are nominated doesn't mean I don't think less of you. Uh, I think everybody who's done anything for the game in the last year is absolutely incredible. I really do. Like we have probably one of the best communities, if not the best community of all gaming, I think. And, um, you know, and I respect the hell out of everybody involved a hundred percent. And I know Scott does. And I know Mike Morton does too. And, if you guys want anybody's respect in the game, it's Mike Morton's, all right? Like, you ain't real unless you kicking it with my boy Mike. I'm just kidding. So, that out of the way. Um, like I said, I made this myself. This this list, <laughs> I got flamed for it. <laughs> I'm going to be real. I don't care. It was all fun and games. <laughs> There's... A, this ain't like winning the Grammys or anything. Holy shit. Like, it's just a floaty cast award show. <laughs> I mean, that being said, if you guys think of us like the Grammys, I, I really do. Well, shit, Scott's got the Oscar award in his <laughs> I mean, technically, it's like pokey Grammys. It's like discussed by a panel of peers. Yeah. In your <laughs> by Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a viewer's choice awards. I, more than... We didn't have a panel. We invited everybody to do this. So it's more like that. It's like, uh, what is so, it? What, what was that? Uh, the video VMAs, video music awards, like uh, uh, MTV. I, I was thinking more along the kids, kids choice awards yeah, from Nickelodeon. I figured w <laughs> when we saw these guys in real life, we just dump a bucket of slime on them. Congratulations. <laughs> you won. Now you get slime. How many people voted? Uh, over 400. That's a lot of freaking people. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it got a lot of responses for sure, for sure. It was insane. Thanks for rocking with the floaty cast. Yeah, appreciate that. I really do. Now, that being said, we are gonna go ahead and start our award show, or whatever the Grammys thing is, floaty center. They don't. That that was definitely the sports center. Whatever. Yeah. That's um, the only that's the only thing I got. All right. Anyway, so. First category up on the list is best content creator of 2021. And the winner is FlowTCast. Wait, Next. why we, hold on. I'm just playing. First of all, <laughs> first of all, you gotta, you gotta, gotta give the, uh, the nominees first. That's oh, how this yeah. works. Yeah, I know that. That's why I said, I was going to list the nominees, but I was just saying the winner is FlowTCast just to be, I was just joking. Okay. Anyway. Best content creator of 2021. The nominees are Frosted Caribou. Azul, okay, that's solid. Azul GG. Heard of him? I can dig it. Celio's Network. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy too. Tricky Jim. That's a classic. The Sable Eyes. Never heard of them. Oh, they're from Australia, oh. bro. They're 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 the homies. They've been on the pod. Yeah, I'll have to check out. I'll check them out. Omnipoke. That's classic. That is classic. And the winner is Scott. Who won? 
Azul Gigi. No surprise there. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> well, Azul, you were the first one to get slimed at the first regionals, bro. I swear to God, we should bring the bucket of slime, brother. And and that we got to get the orange blimp too, or the teal. Blimp. Oh yeah, we got to get a teal like blimp it. with the floaty cast sticker on it. <laughs> we can just find like. Uh... Let's call it a Vmer since they have V attacks now. Oh yeah. Don't 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 leak what's in production, bro. Oh, Down. How'd oh, you even chill, know about chill, that? Chill, chill. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness. You know, Mike Morton's over here and psychically letting you guys know what's coming out, but uh I'm in tune with the universe. Okay. Next category. Scott, you want to list this one off? You got it up? Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, go. no. We'll next save that. Category. We'll save that one for last. Do the one out below it. We'll save that one for last. Okay. So next, next category, best tournament series, and the nominees are the late night series, the Sunday Open. Okay. Chill TCG. Okay. Hegster TCG, or the Players Cup. And the winner by just barely, actually. It's Chill TCG. Okay. All right. So people were asking why I chose the Players Cup. I do got to do this little thing because I saw Mike Morton's look on his face. So I, I put the Players Cup on there because I know it's not like a community ran uh, online tournament series, but it was kind of a tournament series in itself because there was two of them. There was two different ones, and it was ran online. I could have done the team challenge, but I, I ain't going to lie to you. I forgot about that one. But um, uh, It's also not a thing. Like Team challenge was not real by uh, any means. All right. That's but uh, like the Players' Cup, I felt it, it, it had a lot of hype to it, and like a lot of people rallied together to like participate in this thing, and that's why I felt it needed to be on there. I don't know. Was I wrong? I felt like I was right. It didn't even win, so it doesn't matter. I also don't think it's wrong. I feel like it's a good baseline for online tournaments because it's the one that set Pokemon, right? So, like, it's like, hey, here's Pokemon's. Like, here's the official Pokemon one. Yeah. So if you think that the official Pokemon does it better, then vote for it here. Or here's these community-run ones, which, you know, obviously are popular. So I, I felt like it was a good good yeah. thing to have. So Chill TCG one. Shout out to my boy, Maddie holding it down for the homies. We wish you'd come back. Please. All right, next one. Rising star of the community of 2021. And the nominees are Gabriel Smart, Vinny Fernandez, Joshua Sutherland, Pumpkin Amy, a.k.a. Amy Wasley, and the Floaty cast. And the winner is... The flow T cast. What the fuck is no. that? No, just play. <laughs> no, uh, Vinny Fernandez took that one by, by a, a landslide. <laughs> by people a... love that kid. Pew, 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 pew. Shout out to my boy Vinny Fernandez. I love that kid too. He's awesome. Uh, holding it down for the Brazilian a... boys, and uh, he's gonna do big things in the future. I, like even when IRL play comes back, he's gonna be a name to look out for. And uh, I don't think he's quite a Masters yet. And if he is, he can let me know. Um, but 
that's a name to be watching out for for sure so well deserved in that category i i think the flow t cash should have won that one but like no i'm just playing i'm just playing if that if vinny's not a master he's winning seniors yeah like, oh, oh, bro he's, he's gonna he's gonna be a force when live events come back he's literally walking away with every dub they offer in seniors yeah. if he's yeah, not a facts. master yet he's probably got six thousand points already probably and if he doesn't he will points that is a lot of points you only need 500 kid or wait while he's in latin he, he america doesn't even need 500. he needs 250. He need like 350 or yeah 250, 250, 350, 350 something like that he's got it done he's we'll see him in london don't worry now scott next category all right next category is best podcast uh pokemon podcast as it were of 2021 this one's very important uh, to me, by the way. I should have won this one. No, I'm just playing. Maybe I did win. Uh, thanks for leaking that you didn't. Um, you don't know that. Uh, I didn't. I don't know that. We haven't opened the envelope yet. Um, and the nominees are the Metapod TCG, the, the Tag Team Podcast, the Homies, the One, the Only, the Floaty Cast. Heard of them? The Trasherland, Faded Town. And the homies over at Lake of Rage. Who won that one, Maxwell? By a very slim margin of 1.8%. Lake of Rage took that one. But I do have to say, it really meant a lot to see us up there in second place. It was really close between us, Lake of Rage, and the Metapod TCG. And that, that meant a lot. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I thought we'd get skull drug, because you know we're hey. up, we're up here saying shit we're not supposed to say. <laughs> Yo, it does feel nice to like go up to people. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like number one, Pokemon podcast or not, it feels nice to be able to go up to somebody and be like, "Yeah, we were flagged for a uh, 18 up content on a children's card game podcast. It's fine. Like no big yeah. deal. We're still up there." But it's also cool, like, even in that regards, like, even if we were, you know, last place or not, um, it's nice to know, like, when I just talk to somebody or, like, somebody's like, I'll be playing in a tournament and somebody will message me while they're, we're playing, like, on the little in-game chat. And they'll be like, yo, love the pod. Like, y'all are doing great things. Like, you know, stuff like that just goes a long way. And, you know, this, like I, I said, this, this, uh... Go ahead. This awards thing was all just for fun. It wasn't for like street cred or like if somebody put on their resume that they won the Floaty Cast PTCG PTCG Awards 2021. Like props to you, but like that's not what this was about. So just to see like a lot of people come together and you know vote and even consider us, it means a lot. So not not saying that it meant a lot in the rising stars for I'm like <laughs> holy shit <laughs> but it's all good and uh thanks a lot that's that's all I got to say about that anyway anyway did you did you have any input there mike oh no i was thinking like once regionals come back and you guys get to do way more marketing and is and walk around with like basically flow tk capes <laughs> It's gonna be. It's gonna be. That's a great idea, bro. Floaty cast branded death <laughs> death wish coffee, bro. What's good? <laughs> it's gonna be great, bro. 
team side jersey and a floaty cast cape. And that's how I'm walking around. Where's my team side jersey? You you were on team cutter tap. It doesn't matter. I still <laughs> want to collect a team side jersey. Like, what the hell? I mean, look, if you want to talk to one of the players and get one of theirs to hang up on your wall, you know what I'm saying? That's a that's a sports jersey for all I know, you know what I'm exactly. saying? And I just collect it, they sign it. And it is what it is. I mean, but if you're trying to get on the team, if you want to hit up Jeff Chris and get your name on the back of a jersey, that's that's the deal between you and the rest of Cutter Tap. See, that is something I cannot cannot do. Because I'd like like everybody to be wearing both jerseys, honestly, but that's not... Cutter Tap doesn't even wear jerseys. I I tried to get them to do that, and they were just like... They got those sick t-shirts, though. Yeah, they got dope t-shirts. I got one. I don't have one. Yes, you do. You, you literally got sent one. If you didn't get one, it's your boy Hunter. He still got it. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Hunter but- Butler. We need to get him back soon. Soon. So can I can I get can I get one of those like sent to my address? I I will send it to you, yeah. Um, I, I'll make another one and send it to you because I'm pretty sure Hunter has multiple now. Can, we, can I get an extra extra large because I want it to be baggy? Bro, um, can you shred it too to make it like cool and hip and streetwear like you know like the sides like so? Get with me after the podcast and we'll we'll set up. We'll get you a, we'll get you a a shirt. Well, Scott will. I'll I'll act like I'm involved. Anyway, best deck, Scott. What are the nominees, homie? Oh, of 2021. The reason so, this list is like this is because there was a rotation. Right. So let this be known. There was a rotation. There's decks in here that are not relevant anymore, right? So that was a bit of a confusion thing on Twitter that I wanted to comment on, but I didn't want to sound ignorant. So uh, best deck of 2021. The nominees are Pikaram, ADP Zacian, Rapid Strike Urshifu, VMAX, Eternatus, and Mew Genesect and V-Max. Dragapult VMAX. It's on there somewhere. Got zero votes. Oh, the <laughs> best thing on that list is ADP ADP station. <laughs> well, the winner was not ADP station, although it was a close vote. The winner was Mew. Yes. Yeah. Mew Genesect. <laughs> <laughs> Wilding, bro. ADP would have destroyed me VMAX. Actually, I think you're right. It probably would have. <laughs> Could you just boss up the Genesex and not even think? But Mew can. No, no, because Mew can Wait, only yeah. reach that number once. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, the ADP player just plays Big Charm, and then then you have to hit the number and have power tablets on turn one, or you, you still got to take three lose, prizes, like, or you still got to take three knockouts, even like even so with that. You get to boss up a, a a Mew that didn't evolve yet, and you take that, and then you take a Genesect because you play for. If you're playing ADP and you're playing against Mew Max, you play one Vitality Band, so you just do 190 to Genesect and win the game. That's that's it. That's literally it. That's all. Like, so votes be damned. ADP. I love ADP still. Uh, it would have beat Mew Genesect, but best deck as voted. Mew, 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 and more Mew. So yeah, 
It's um, Muse World. Understandable. We're in it. It's, I, it's I, new. It's hype. I'm going to be real. I thought Eternatus VMAX would get a lot, a little bit more love, but hey. You're literally the only person who loved that deck. For real. Even when it was popular. You were literally the only person who loved that. Everybody else played it because it was a good deck. You played it because you loved it. I did. I did. And then when you're Dragapult, the only one. That's fine, man. That's fine. Good thing I didn't have any votes yeah. out here. There was like, uh, I don't know, there was six people <laughs> or 20 people who voted for Eternatus. I'm not the only one. Best card of the format. Well, not of the format. Of 2021. And this one was a, a barn burner, let me tell you. It was close, almost across the board. The best card in of the year? Yeah. yeah. Before I tell you who won... What was your like? What would you have voted? Here, I'll I'll name the nominees and let's see what Mike says. And the nominees are Marnie. Okay. Crushing Hammer. Gen <laughs> Genesect V. Path to the Peak. ADP right. GX. Oh man, that's really hard. That's really hard. <laughs> Path to the Peak is really good. Marnie is super good. Like people have lost the Marnie is the best card. People have lost the game off Marnie alone. Marnie and the, is the winner best, is best Marnie. Marnie won. Marnie by one percent. <laughs> Marnie, Marnie, bro. People have lost games they didn't get to play because of Marnie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Bro, ADP you know, was many, second place at twenty four point four percent for uh, literally the same reason. People have lost the game because they couldn't play because it was ADP. So. The peak is it depend actually depends because like during the meta there was like certain times where people played less stadiums and if you played Path of the Peak then you probably would have just destroyed them but like I think Path of the Peak is a little late. Uh, and also Path of the Peak didn't get a whole year. Marnie had a whole year like because before Path it was Power Plant and Ooh. Power Plant's not as good as Path no right. no no it's not. All right, Scott, give me the next one, homie. All right, next one. Best Twitch streamer. So Best we had content creator. This is specifically Twitch streamer. Best Twitch oh, streamer. Oh, I fucked that and up. The, that, the top one should have been Best YouTuber, not Twitch streamer. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you fucked up a lot of things according to Twitter on this, oh so we'll just God. go with it as it is, though. Hey, you can get it right next year. Yeah, well, you know, well, well uh, Scott and I will actually work together on the next one instead of me, you know, laying in my bed at 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. All right. So best Twitch streamer of 2021. Uh, Turkey Jim on there again. Classic. Azul GG also Classic. deservably on there again. Mellow Magic Carp. Ooh, a newcomer. Pumpka Amy. Another newcomer. The Real Sunny Games. Never heard of them. Trainer Chip. Classic. And, and your boy Celio's Network. Hey. No, no love for Trick Roar? Bro, he literally just started streaming, bro. Hey, but he... Next year. Like, next year, though. I, I can't even cap with you. Like, after watching, like, Grant streams, you get a little, little bit more information from, like, watching him play the game than watching all of them play the game. Like, all the other ones play. He needs a whole year. Also, I still got some uh, beef with him for uh, Orlando. <laughs> Eight of oh nine, my gosh. bro. If you quit, bro, if you every time Grant gets brought up, I got to remember that moment. What happened? Listen, 
Oh, I played at an ARG Invitational, and there, oh. it was uh, only nine people. He won. I got top eight, eighth place out of nine people. And round one, I played against Grant Manley, and he cooked my ass, bro. <laughs> bro. And he's been on like a thing. Like his, his entire reason for playing Pokemon is to beat Grant Manley now. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, but I got him. I got him on a video, bro, where he bricked, and I whooped that ass. Shout out, Grant Manley. Yeah. He, Hit me up when you want it on the pod, big homie. Like, count. Like if if you've ever played Grant and you've beaten him in a game where he's gotten to play, he's extremely salty, and that is worth it. Because <laughs> after after he bricks, he's gonna be salty for like three three seconds. But once you get the pure, unadulterated, thick, like ice cream rock salt from that man, yo, it's always worth it. Oh my goodness! You heard it here from somebody who's actually beat Grant. Um, not I like, didn't grant that many times, but the times that I have is worth so. It. The winner of best Twitch streamer. Wait, is... Mike, who do you think won this one? You said it's Celio, it's Azul, Tricky, Tricky, Azul, Mellow, Pumka, the Real Sunny Games, Trainer Chip, and Celios. Um, and this is the best Twitch streamer. Best yeah. Twitch streamer. Um, to be honest with you, I think that Tricky Jim is the best. Twitch stream and Andy's a, a whole nother like level of like professionalism to like Twitch streaming and like his quality is always top notch and I I don't think that I don't think everybody else on that list is up there yet so I think he's the winner for this category. Uh, it was go ahead, Scott. Azul GG by a landslide. Wow, wow. they're sleeping on tricky. T- but what? second place tricky with 25%. Um, and if anybody wanted to know, I did vote on this um, because I did not make it. So I felt like it was my place to vote on this. And I voted for tricky for the same reasons as Mike mentioned. Um, I, I, I love Azul. I do. I love Azul. But when it comes to production quality, Tricky Jim definitely puts it forth better than any other Pokemon Twitch streamer does right now. I voted for uh, in my own list. Cause I made it. I voted for Celios because he just got partner, and that's my boy. Oh, for sure. And like, shout out if, Celios. If I was voting unbiasedly, I would vote Tricky Jim. But if I was voting only for homies, I'd vote for Celios. <laughs> Celios homie. Now the last category before we get to the big one, the second biggest one, and this one was very important. It's best TCG ambassador, somebody who really uh brings for growth and like how do i it's the biggest one but i don't know how to explain it you know like fosters go ahead go ahead my there you go so if you were thinking about a tcg ambassador what would you think of mike oh man somebody who speaks on behalf of the community who represents what we all want to be as pokemon players somebody who plays the game at a high level, somebody who's also nice to everyone in the community or they don't um, participate in the politics, but they understand what it's like to play the game. Uh, somebody who just genuinely loves Pokemon. Who is that person to you? That's, that's... And the nominees are... That's right on. <laughs> bro, I had the words in my mouth, but I just, like, went brain farted, bro. Like, somebody who, like, like Mike said. Anyway, the nominees are... Frosted Caribou, Aaron Palmer, mm. the Schultz brothers, aka Limitless, my boy Celio's Network, 
and Pumpkin Amy. And the wow. winner, who, who you got? We snubbed, we snubbed Raul right there. That man goes hard so, on TikTok for poker. So here's the thing that happened. <laughs> Raul, we love you. We, oh, we do. Yeah, we we do love you, Raul. I got a uh, bad respect for Raul. <laughs> and, and Raul, I want you to know, and I almost commented every time I saw this post retweeted, I almost commented that if I would have made the list, I would have included you in every single category that you were mentioned that you should have been in. Um, but you, you, you got skipped and it wasn't because, uh, he doesn't like you, Raul. It's because um, he didn't think he, about you. It was just a brain fart. I promise. Look, my guy, we, we love you. My dude. I made this list at 10 PM. <laughs> it was my bedtime. By the to time you by the time you tweeted it, <laughs> there was already 200 votes. If I wrote you in at that time, you would have lost, bud. <laughs> to make up for the first rounds on Maxlow at the regionals. I got, uh, I got you, but... homie. I, got, I, I really... I, I am sorry, Rahul Reddy. <laughs> with, with that being said, out of the people that we had on the this list who's the winner max the winner, or who do you think the winner is mike um can you run through them one more time rustic caribou uh, fr- all right aaron palmer okay. the shoals brothers aka limitless tcg for sure celio's network uh-huh. and pumpkin amy and this is the pokemon ambassador yeah yeah man that's really hard because aaron palmer does great work yeah, and that's the homie know. Celio does mad work and that's the homie. But the Shoals brothers literally put like online Pokemon on their back and said, let's go. I'm giving it to the Shoals brothers. And the winner is the Shoals brothers, aka Limitless TCG. They got it. Aaron got <laughs> second place and Celio's was right behind her. Um, hey. It was close too. It, it, was, it close. was close. It was very close. It was. Really, it was a close round. I th- and to be honest with you, like everybody's an ambassador at some point, right? Like that's true. You, you always, even if it's a new person you met that you they got in the game because you were nice to them at some point. Like that's an ambassador move, right? Like everybody who welcomes anybody to come into this game and be a part of this community. That's as I said. Like these are just nominees for this year. That doesn't mean. Not everyone's a winner, right? I think everybody in the community is a winner. And to piggyback on you, gatekeep this game? Fuck you. Yeah. Don't gatekeep this game, motherfucker. If you gatekeep gatekeep any serious knowledge of this game, you are literally the cancer we don't want in the game. Facts. Facts. All right. I mean... (laughs) That's all I got to say about that. All right. And then the most controversial <laughs> topic. Okay, let me reiterate on this player of the year category. It was 10 p.m. Oh, God. And by the time I made mistakes, there was already too many people who voted. I couldn't just redo it. Scott, what are the nominees? <laughs> See, now, you need, now you need a Pokemon council to figure this out. Bro, we're not the Grammys, so, uh, bro. We can be. 
So, yeah, we're the, we're so the just so just so we're clear, um, next year when I actually have a part of how this goes down, um, we will be gathering a group of people to discuss these nominations uh, because there are some people I w- would have liked to see on this that were missed. That um, being said, however, if that you, being said, if you tweeted at me some player or when I when I said this, some player who is obviously goaded in the game but haven't played that much this year or didn't participate in a lot of events. I didn't include them because this was the 2021 PTCG awards. All right. Yeah. We're missing, we're missing categories like best Pokemon coach or like, we're, we're like, Oh, that's a good category. Oh, Before we move on to player of the year, year, Lear, player of the year. Let's just uh let's just throw that category in there, right? We'll just make one up as we go along, right? So Mike Morton, best Pokemon coach without mentioning any nominees, who you got? Oh man. Like there's a lot of good coaches. Like Zach Lasage is a very good coach. I think Jay like both the Lasage brothers are very good coaches. Um Azul is a great coach. Danny is a very great coach. Uh uh Jesus. Finnegan Lynch, good coach. Uh Hunter Butler, good coach. Uh, there's a lot of people I'm even like not even mentioning right now. Like there's so many good like people to learn the game from. Uh, you're you're remiss if you're not using any of those guys. And the guys I didn't even get to mention. And the winner is uh, Tate also. Weitzel, let's go, baby. No. <laughs> so yeah, I was not to not to throw this out there, right? But I've been coached by a lot of people. Um, I'm not any better at the game, and it's not any fault of their own. It's just because when when it comes time to do something, I forget everything that I've ever been taught. Uh, with that said, I've been coached by a lot of people, and I've also seen a lot of people get coached. And with that being said, I would like to mention if this were a category, I would include Jose Moraro. I would. Ooh. Would include Tate Weitzel. Um, but I would also vote if I had to vote, and I've never been coached by him. Raul ready to hold up, hold up. We're missing one of the greatest Pokemon coaches ever. Rest in peace, Jimmy Pendarvis. Dude, I've learned so much of the game just like listening to Jimmy Pendarvis talk to other people. He never even like specifically coached me. Like he just said things and it was just like great stuff to know. Fair. Rest in peace to the goat. I mean Thanks. fair. Um Shout out, Jimmy. Um, man, that now I feel sad. Uh, anyhow, no. So back to everything. Like, so I I've dealt with a lot of coaches. I've I've talked to a lot of coaches. I've been coached by a lot of coaches, right? I've you know whatever. Um, but the transformation that I've seen in a friend of mine recently. Um, and by recently, I mean I didn't know him before he started his transformation, but he was part of this guy's Discord. And then has now started getting coaching from him, I believe. Good old Justin Bean has been on this podcast a couple times, right? Danny Altavilla has changed his the way he plays so drastically that I can't beat the kid anymore. And he's been playing for a year. Danny has done things with that. I mean, he's he's a good player. He's smart. He's, he's got all the things that you need to be a good Pokemon player to begin with. But... Danny has come into this unstoppable force at locals that's really upsetting because I'd like store credit. So I'd vote for Danny if I were if I were gonna vote right now. I'd probably and vote. And Max for all doesn't of them. get coaching, so Yeah. We don't really have stats to go off of. Actually I've we- gotten coaching once and it was by Alex Shemansky, so that's who I'd vote for. <laughs> 
Alex Shemansky is a great Shemansky, coach. Shemansky, yeah. Chris Shemansky is a great coach. They're both really patient people. There's so many. Know. Make sure if you need coaching, get it by literally everybody we listed. Pause this pod so you can get all the names. Now, player of the year. Okay. Who are the nominees, Scott? Gabriel Smart. Okay. Alex Shemansky. Okay. Old Joshua Sutherland himself. For sure. Uh, the man and the myth, the legend, Cashman. Cashman And Zach Lesage. We're missing people here. But oh, think. missing. We're missing a ton. Of a people, ton. But look, those are the people we got. Look, man, I had to keep it short and sweet, all right? Like, if it was rookie of the year, I would be like, yo, Josh Sutherland. Sure. He's he's he not even through. a rookie though, bro. I mean, he's not a rookie, but like you got to kind of look at like the pandemic as like a clean slate for like minus like minus like the goats, but like you can look at Josh's like previous accomplishments to the pandemic and just be like, oh, this guy's in another league. Look at the like look at what he's done. He did didn't he like top eight or second place in Players Cup? He's like I'm pretty sure he's second place in Players Cup, and he's won like over like. 10 something online. I mean, he's always in the top and it's always with a deck that he shouldn't be in the top with. Right. Exactly. Like, you know, I did a coaching corner with him with wheezing and he was playing wheezing in a way that I didn't even think about playing wheezing. And I realized why I couldn't win with it and why he was right. He's winning with Zacian still. I don't understand period. Like shout out him because that deck does not win and he wins with it. But Sutherland would have been my vote too. hundred percent. But but that being said, but Mike, who do you think won? You said Lesage, Smart, Shemansky, uh, and who else? Cashman. Cashman. Cashman would be in the same like rookie category as like Sutherland because they both went nutty over the pandemic and said, you know what, we're really good Pokemon players. Um, but they. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give it to Sutherland anyway. That's the homie. He's the player of the year. And the winner is... Alex Shemansky. Now, like we said, there's plenty of other people who deserve to be on this list, and arguably everybody on this list, plus the ones that we missed, deserve this award. Please don't get salty at us, uh, the brand, or Cast for Just this, get salty right? at me. Just get salty at Maxlow as a human being, right? Um, if you think you deserve this, then you probably do. Like, let's be real. There's way too many tournaments. There's way too many results. And there's way too many people that should have been on this list to even make a list that nobody would be mad at to begin with. Um, you know, but this is what we got. It was all fun and games. Uh, congratulations to the winner. If you really want one, I do have these Oscar statues by the actual hundred. So uh, uh, we're getting, let, we're getting, me know, blimps, bro. A sticker. <laughs> Oh, and if you won, hit me up. If you want to get slimed at the next regional. Nah, don't do teal blimps. Do like something else. Like teal oh. pokeball. There you go. Teal we'll pokeballs. We'll 3D print some teal pokeballs, bro. Or level balls. There you go. Teal, lovable. Teal colorway. Teal, black, and silver. Feel me? That would be kind of hard. I ain't going to lie. And it'd say, like, whatever category you want in. That's too much money. We ain't going to do all that. But if you do want to get slimed, hit me up. I'll just hand paint them all. Yeah, watch out for this. Zephyr Badge Boys. We can be here soon. Yeah, bah. Yeah, yeah.
And on that note, congrats to all of our winners. And thank you again to everybody who voted. Um, before we go to break, Scott, what was your favorite moment of, uh, of the PTCG community of 2021? Oh, my favorite moment? And best, um, best so this episode is... of the year. Uh, wow. Okay, so... Um... So any episode that I got to just dog to you is probably my favorite episode to record um, just because I know how much you love that city um, and I love to hate it so much. Um, my best TCG moment is hard for me to pick this year um, because like the the game is different for me without traveling. You know what I'm saying? I love being part of the podcast, but as far as the game, the game has been different for me all year. So I love playing, but I only play to uh, keep up with the podcast. So. Um, I would say my favorite TCG moment this year was actually sitting down at locals, knowing that it's actually locals um, and seeing all the local friends like playing and like actually playing IRL cards and understanding that like we're still here. Um, it, it kind of rejuvenated my love for the game and stuff like that. So I'd probably pick that as my favorite point in the year. What about you, man? Me or Mike? Uh, either one. Mike, best best TCG moment of the year. Man, my best TCG moment was when I think he blew that, up on TikTok. I got you, buddy. <laughs> I had nothing to do with TCG. Like I don't think I was. I don't even think we were thinking of TCG when that happened. Like we we're, we're too busy going place to place. But um, my favorite TCG moment this year was the 1K that we had at my LGS. Like we were like it was just cool having like all the people who came from like the different states. Like people came from like Hunter came from Florida. Uh, there was a couple of people who came from South Carolina to play in the 1K, and we I think we had like 70 or 70 something players. And I was just like, man, I guess I don't feel bad like if I went like O2 drop, because like at least I got. To play, yeah. uh, our boy Alex was there from Alabama, so nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. What's your favorite episode of the pod, bro? Bro, all of them. That's right. That's right. Good shit. Good shit. I think my favorite TCG moment online was, of course, doing Life is Just a Game Two. Joe Bernard won that. Not a big deal. That was twenty twenty one, Scott. Uh, so like i honestly thought that was last year it feels like so long ago yeah. so i was gonna say that but i was like fuck me bro what if yeah. that was that was that was 20. my favorite moment but my f other favorite moment was first locals back that i played in and of course i hit scott in the finals not a big deal <laughs> and, and and we played and first round one round one too yeah we so played that, round one and the final so so that was pretty awesome that uh you know just that experience back being at huh did you yeah. win? Oh, of course I did. Come on, Scott. <laughs> Come on, Scott. He he didn't. Come on, don't, Scott. Don't, he didn't win. Don't I totally took like that. that booster box of Evolving Skies home with me. Cherished it. Still got it. No, I don't. The box is trash anyway, so I should have just kept it sealed. <laughs> I, feel but, like, I feel like 
all the boxes you get off of winnings, if you open them, they're pure garbage. Oh, bro, it was awful. I was like, I could have just, I probably would have done better in the ETB. Actually, I think he did do better in the ETB than I did. So I did. I did. <laughs> I, I tripled the value of the ETB off the ETB, and he got less than the value of the ETB out That's of the right. box. That's right. Um, he was like, he was like, you won the battle, but the war. A war, that's me, big dog. And I was like, shit, you got me there. And favorite episodes, uh, probably the one that I was not on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your show. <laughs> yeah, that's no, what made I mean, me great. That was, that was a fun episode. That was honestly. a good episode. Um, and it was interesting that I wasn't there for it. For real. But it, no, every single, like, I say this all the time, that podcast is therapy for me, so... Uh, getting to unwind and decompress the week by just shooting the shit with Scott is, and whoever pops on like Mike Morton. And when we get all these cool guests that I get to meet for the first time, or I have met before, it's, it's awesome. Like me and Mike, we've known each other before the pod, but now we've gotten closer because we've talked on the pod. And like, I know when regionals come back, we're going to be kicking it like homies, bro. So like shit like that, it, it just means a lot to do these things. So Every single podcast has been incredible. I can't give you one, but I think the one where Justin Bean took a took the role of Stephen Maxlow was probably the best one because I wasn't there, and I'm sure everybody was I, like, "I'm tired of hearing this man just swear every other word." And <laughs> I would argue, no, 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 like shade thrown towards you, Maxlow, but I would argue that that was probably the most informational podcast hey, bro. we've done thus far. We we came out episode one saying that this is a, a fucking shit show and y'all are just here for the ride. Like <laughs> we are as advertised, my guy. Like I went back and listened to the episode where Justin Bean was like, damn, I we actually sounded like a Pokemon podcast for half a second. And then the next week you were back on and, and we're I'm all like, like What's dick, up, dick, motherfucker? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Floaty Cast. And on that note, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to look ahead to the Georgia-Michigan game. I'm on your head, Mike Morton. Don't worry, big dog. On on my head? What? You guys are going to score like four points. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Man, there's a tournament tonight. Two-pack entry, bro. I don't have any codes right now. Like, this Bro. is terrible. Yo, what's up, Bro, man? why don't you just go to ptcgostore.com? What, what's that? Ah, uh, it's only the best place to buy codes online right now. You haven't heard of it? Uh, nah, 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 nah. Oh, never, bro, you I've gotta go on it. there. You gotta go on there, bro. And guess what? You can get a discount. Oh, I can get a discount, dog? Oh, is it? Is it like that promo code thing? Like, I yeah. think I heard like Floatycast, F-L-O-W-T-K-A-S-T. You can enter yeah, it there? Yeah, 100%. 100% oh. enter it in the promo code spot, and you get 5% off. 5% off. That's insane deal. Guys, check out ptcgostore.com. Enter that code FLOWTCAST and get your 5% off now. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I'm still shocked Mike's here, but I'll get to you in a minute about that. So, looking ahead to 2022, there's a lot that is ex- that rides on how this pandemic goes, of course, but there's also a lot that's to be excited about. 
first and foremost, we got a new set coming out that's releasing a new mechanic. We're back to the uh, GX markers, a.k.a. V-Star markers. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh, Mike, I got you on the pod, bro. What'd you think of Hisui and Zoroark? You see what? Hisui and Zoroark. Have you not seen it? Google it real quick. So Google it real just quick. Google Zoroark from Legends of Arceus. You're not going to be able to spell it. So just Legends of Arceus, Zoroark, Zoroark and it'll pop up, guaranteed. Bro, we're we're getting a, a live reaction from a guy's favorite Pokemon's new uh, form right here. I had to ask him. Is it like a card? No, no, it, no, no. It's, it's a new a, Pokemon a release. New form. A new form it... for Zorark. You see it? I see oh, he's the watching the video. All right, Turn let him watch the video. Down. Oh, that was kind of cool. I, uh, I think I think that's gonna be dope. You about it? I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's gonna be one of those cards like you get. It's either gonna be really good or it's gonna be super mid that you can't even play it. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna look great. It's gonna be one of those cards that looks amazing but has like no function, or it's gonna be one of those cards that looks amazing and is like very good. It's a it's a psychic or not psychic. It's ghost normal type. That's what it is. I don't like that. Yeah, but it was cool, though. I mean, it gets rid of its fighting weakness completely. Not really. It's still part normal. Yeah, but it's ghost type, so it's immune to fighting. Yeah. So, so like, in the TCG, if it's a normal type, it's going to be weak to fighting, obviously. <laughs> and, like, if it's if it's in the uh, uh, ghost type, it'll be weak to dark, you know, itself. It's fine. But, uh... Yeah, I, I honestly, that's when they release that and the fact that you can get Darkrai later in the game. Legends Arceus is on the I'm hyped for 2022 list for sure. That's why we brought it up. I was hoping for, like, I was hoping for Ghost Fairy. Ghost Fairy would have been. That would have been kind of cool. Mimikyu. Yeah, it would have been Mimikyu, but that's kind of cool, though. Ghost Fairy would be dope. It'd still be a psychic type, but would it be weak to metal or ghost? Or, I mean, dark. That would Probably be dark. That would be super. That would be super cool if it had like it was like Al Creamy. Oh yeah, weak to metal. Yeah, because it's fairy type. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But it's not. It's normal ghost type, and uh, it's rad. I'm excited for that for the Pokemon to come out and to see what it does in the card game. That'll be kind of cool too. I mean, my whole thing as far as the card goes, like, and I think we've discussed this before, is based on that video. There's no way in hell it doesn't have like a stand-in ability. Ooh, like, yeah. or you know, what I'm saying, there's no way that it doesn't like auto promote or something. But you know, they need like, to bring Sandin back. Anyway. They do. Like Sandin, Sandin is a mechanic that needs to come back. Yeah, we haven't had it since what Dawn Wings, right? Or yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, that's, Dawn yeah. Wings Necrozma was the last one we had. Yeah. And, they're they're uh, they'll bring. I think they. I think they'll. I think they'll bring a Sandin back. Uh, either that, or they'll have like a. Um, like a passive retreat, like uh, like Zero Aura. Oh yeah, the yeah the uh, where you have a psychic energy no, or yeah. yeah, like attached. Maybe able to retreat. Yeah. They bring those back. Um, they probably could. I don't think they'll bring back Garbodor because they have passive the peak. Oh, they they have Galarian Weezing, which is that's like like that's kind of like Garbodor light. 
That's like an evolved. Well, that's form the whole of format. Boba like Fett. black and white light. This entire yeah. format has been that way. It's just black and white light. That's cool. I, 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 I yeah. I, I, we Galarian Weezing's more like Wobbuffet. Fett, but except for Wobbuffet. Oh wait, Galarian Weezing is better. Wobbuffet. So yeah, we got Arceus Legends Arceus coming out. We got Brilliant Stars is coming out with the new V Star mechanic. I'm I'm. I think it's going to be dope. I think it's going to be good for the game, especially when the set after that has my boy Darkrai V-Star in it. Not a big deal. I can't wait. And Darkrai V-Star. We don't know yet. We, we, we don't know. It's been announced that it's coming out. It's it's on the thing, but there's no no images of it or anything yeah, like that. So even if it's not playable, we'll make it playable. I'll make it tier one. God, fuck. I'm going to do it, all right? And, uh, and uh, what else? What else we got? Possibly, possibly, yeah, we do have Leafy on V Star. Possibly regionals, if things. I mean, technically, they've confirmed regionals. Yeah, they've confirmed it. They haven't been confirmed, canceled. So, like, they're still on, as far as we know. So that's something to look forward to. Until otherwise, I know people are like tweeting, like, "Yeah, we're not getting anything because of all the COVID outbreaks this." But we still got time. Let's have a little optimism here. And not to not to play light about the the actual disease of COVID, yeah, no. but like the, the new version of COVID is just like not really affecting people that are like vaccinated as hard. So shout out to vaccines. If you don't like vaccines, that's your personal thing. But um, I'm not gonna get political or any of that stuff. But you know, uh, it is what it is. That was exactly that that, that that's how I feel about it. We try to stay away from the whole our opinions on COVID on here because it's a very touchy subject. And I mean, rightfully so. Like, it's new to everybody having a pandemic. Well, not new anymore. It's been around for like two years now. I mean, I wonder what other pandemics were like. Like, when like the Spanish flu started going through and just murdered millions of people. Like, not saying that millions of people haven't died of COVID. Is it in the millions? I don't think it is. It? I think year I, or worldwide it might be. But yeah, like Spanish flu was taking out millions in countries. Yeah. So, I mean, I just like realistically, you know, I I know that um like the the Knights games were canceled during the Black Plague. You know, they they had a they had a you know worldwide cancellation of all you know nights challenges um during the black plague so it's it's nothing new to cancel events you know um and then the black plague you know got you know over and then everybody went back to killing each other on the on the uh, on fake the battle field, you know? stage bro they were they were doing meta updates for the for the jousting you know what i'm saying human meta updates yeah and <laughs> be like yo my boy is like 250 600 pounds He's about to truck this man on the horse. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, anyway, so we I got... did see looking looking forward. I did see something that I thought was kind of cool. Somebody had mentioned, or a couple people had mentioned that uh, it might be a good idea if they do have to cancel the the regionals. Like, let's hope that they don't. Let's hope that everything settles down and you know everything's good. But if they do, um, you can kind of like region lock things and go state by state and like have much smaller events and still give people the live play that they want um, without it being too crazy. Right. I mean, we see locals doing it. We see these hundred, 200 people, one case, 70 people, one case, you know, and like, 
things aren't turning out too bad for them, right? So, you know, even if it does prove to be too soon to have these massive regionals, because guaranteed the first regional back has 2,100 masters, um, I can see, like, you know, smaller localized events being okay, you know, so I, I think, personally, I think 2022, look forward to actual sanctioned live events coming back. It just might not be in the fashion that we would hope, but let's Let's hope it is. Look, any step in forward is is progress, right? So, any, like, if we get sanctioned events in any regards, like, that's a win. And to be honest, I was actually expecting them to grant like sanctioned locals way before they granted a section regional. Like that, like that felt really backwards. Uh, I think so. I think the way it was done was just basically them saying. And this is just my opinion. I have no skin in the game, as it were. I don't know anybody at the hedge shed at TPCI. They did it. Um, I think they did it to avoid backlash for announcing regionals right beforehand, right? So this gives people time to plan the travel and things like that. But I would assume come uh, the first regional time frame, they announce cups and challenges schedules or whatever the case may be, right? However they decide to do that. I think that they, you know, send out an email probably like four weeks prior and like, hey, go ahead and start scheduling things using the new program and stuff. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if like there's a like that finalizes its programming so you could actually submit things because right now you could run tournaments on it, but you can't use it to submit it to Pokemon. Um, and I expect that to come like within the next coming weeks if that were the case, right? So I think that they announced the big events just so you weren't like having to find plane tickets for spring break two weeks before spring break. But uh, I think the local events come back at the um, too early because if they did, then if they did have to cancel it, people would probably be more upset, right? Fair. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I agree. I think. Yeah, I totally agree. So I'll see you guys in right? What? We'll see you what? Yeah, we'll be in Orlando, big homie. Don't worry. If Orlando's on, we'll be there. Or we might be there I, anyway. I haven't decided yet. I do have uh, to... I've already booked the... Uh, I've already booked the... The place to stay, Mike, so... Sick. You guys doing Mark's uh, high roller thing? Uh, I don't know. Is that is that the same weekend? Yeah. Is that the same week? Yeah, it's the Thursday before. I should know because... Because we're we're on the same team. Um, I I enjoy watching uh his his Fiji's Fight Club. Um, I I haven't really committed to being there Thursday yet. So my my plane flies in Thursday, so it'll literally be me getting off the plane and heading over the. Um, so that kind of sounds rough, but uh, I'll probably be there to hang out regardless. You know, I won't get yeah. in until Friday. So yeah, that's just. The days I got off. I guess I could leave Thursday night, but I won't do that to my wife. Anyway, so that's what we're looking forward to in 2022. Scott, you got any New Year's resolutions for yourself or the channel or anything? Um, Yeah, so uh, I actually already mentioned this to you, but uh, I have a resolution to this year. We multiplied our YouTube subscribers by tenfold. Um, so that's my new year's resolution for this time. So right now we're at uh, just over a thousand. So by this time next year, I want to be at 10k, uh, do or die mode. Um, and that's 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 quite no pressure. that's quite a no that's pressure. quite a leap. 
But, uh, I, I feel like given the work that, you know, we want to put in things like that, it's not impossible. Um, it's, it's a good goal to strive for at least. Right. So that's, that's my resolution for the channel and my resolution as a whole, um, is honestly to take better care of myself mentally. Um, which is something I've been struggling with for quite some time. So, um, I preach mental health a lot. Um, but much like a shaker never making his kid's shoes, I, I tend to let myself go a lot more often than I'd like to admit. So, uh, my resolution is to take care, better care of myself mentally. And my resolution for the channel is, a. Uh, 10k what about you mike morton six million yeah. followers on you uh tiktok or what we're at nine you're at nine million six more million followers on tiktok <laughs> so i i think i'm gonna try to get my personal tiktok to probably like a hundred thousand uh but that's like superficial stuff. So I'm working on a new album that's gonna come out next year. Uh, there's gonna be some new songs coming out next year. I think we actually have a, I have a song with one of my homies is dropping on the first called Project X. It's gonna be really it's really nice bop. Um, man, I'm just trying to get better than I was last year. That's, that's honestly the like best resolution. Like, I guess that's all you could aim for as a human being is like every morning you wake up, you want to be better than you were the next or the last day, right? Every year you live, you would just want to be better than last year, right? Exactly. That is exactly it. All right. Exactly it. So my goal for the channel next year is I want to keep pushing the boundaries of Pokemon TCG content. Period. I want to also variety make more variety content too um because pokemon tcg content unfortunately can only take you so far and our mission involves something bigger than just the tcg it involves it's it's a family thing right like we want to grow our family to be as big as possible so i want to keep doing that i don't really have any subscriber goals like scott does if we hit 10k subscribers by the end of the year like I'll fucking, I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably ship myself. Literally, beyond mid-recording, and you just hear, and that'll be me. Um, but I want to I wanna try to push the boundaries more and more as what we can do. And this is for, like, I challenge every Pokemon TCG content creator to do that, because I think that's what we need. Like, the balance, like... The pandemic is a bittersweet thing, right? Like... Because the quality of Pokemon TCG content has increased tenfold because of the pandemic. Because people have more time to do things instead of just traveling to regionals and stuff like that. But I want to keep that momentum going into the next year. And hopefully that strives for the channel to grow. For the podcast, I wanted to really hammer down uh, the product that we're giving you guys. I know for the last few years, or two years we've done this, it's literally been record and then ship out. I want to focus on, you know, cutting it down, not cut it down, but like hammering it, give it a better polished product, you know, and because the podcast has also grown exponentially since the last year. Crazy. Um, and as far as New Year's resolutions for myself, I want to, uh, I want to 
do better with my scheduling for sure um time can get ahead of me and i that demotivates me in a lot of things so i want to build a routine up better and my scheduling for sure is going to be crucial because now i'm going back to school and i want to have awesome swag when i go to orlando regionals or any other regionals and by awesome swag i mean uh, a sick custom play mat and what better place to get my custom play mats than inked gaming ladies and gentlemen inked gaming has the coolest swag i have ever seen ever because it can be personalized you just take your photo that you want you put it on the play mat of whatever size it could just be a little mouse pad and you have a personalized super awesome play mat or any other gaming gear you want all you got to do is go to ink gaming my guy and you can hit our affiliate link in the description below and uh you can help us out and help our boys out at inkgaming.com as well scott you gonna get us awesome play mat or what uh am i gonna get us an awesome play mat i don't i, I don't said know you, about that you. But... i said you bro. oh I definitely I already placed my order, so it's it's fine. Yeah, let's go. I'm I'm still working on the art. Uh y'all can get cut with that play mats. Hit the link in the description. I have not I have not talked or discussed about that. So I, I have no idea. If you guys want some, you can hit me up and we'll talk about it. But Amen. But yeah. Same man. So go to inkedgaming.com down below, hit our affiliate link, get your get your uh custom swag because irl events are coming sooner you're gonna blink and it's gonna be here just like i blinked and it was 2022 crazy right yeah and the last thing i want to lead off with well finish off with i guess for the 2022 talk is floaty cast as far as streaming goes is probably yes we are definitely moving to youtube uh for streaming it's just a lot easier um for time and stuff like that uh, Twitch, you got to make a commitment. I'm not going to lie to you. And I want to make a commitment for streaming, but being able to do it, you know, with my ever-evolving schedule of being a father and stuff like that and school and work, YouTube's a lot easier for me. So we're going to definitely move over to YouTube. Uh, to all my Twitch homies who started with me in the Twitch community, I do appreciate all of you. It means a lot. But... uh. We can do big things over on YouTube. I promise you that. So, I just got to let y'all know that. Scott, you excited about our move to YouTube? Even though we've already been on YouTube, but like streaming. I, I, feel, I feel like it was a long time coming. I mean, we both create, you know, content for YouTube, right? So, uh, I'm not on Twitch at all. So, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense to kind of move over there, right? So... And Mike um, Morton's hit single is on YouTube too, so you can definitely check it out there. Uh, you could book. actually, I will not be upset at all, at all in the slightest if you mute our video just to watch the play and then listen to Mike Morton's songs. Throwing that out there, you'll probably be better off audio-wise for your well-being, you know? No yeah, big deal. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear me screaming and shit. And I mean, it's just, YouTube bring like, that variety element too, because like I want to do a lot of that and no offense to Twitch, but like, if I'm like not feeling the Pokemon trading card game and I want to play Dragon Ball Z or something like, and I stream it, you know, nobody sees it and that's okay. But like, 
but like i it, it just youtube's so much better and um when have you ever played dragon ball i that's what i've been doing recently on my break <laughs> i'm talking not the card game i'm talking about the video games bro Oh, I was about to slap no, you. No, bro, you I can't afford that shit, bro. <laughs> Jeez, I was about to ask Mike Morton to do the floaty cast permanently because I was going to kick you off doing Dragon Ball. Get no, out of here. No, the card game. Down to take over. <laughs> <laughs> My man said, I got it. I got I got the spot. So I understand the assignment. Yep, he does. It's easy, bro. All you got to do is talk shit for an hour and a half or so. That's easy, right? Speaking of talking shit, you were trying to tell me about how Michigan was going to lose tomorrow. I ain't hearing it. I ain't hearing it, bro. I mean, unless you just now became deaf, you heard all of it. No, <laughs> I, I'm deaf as hell, bro. I can't hear nothing. What? But you deserve a nice what? <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro you- let me tell you something, dog. We don't belong, okay? If any You're Michigan right. if any Michigan fan is saying if any Michigan fan comes up to you and say, Yeah, I totally expected us to be here this year, they're lying to you, bro. Or they're just diehard faithfuls, bro. Like the only time the season matters is when we play Ohio State. And we already beat them. So like everything else from here on out is bonus. So when we kick the shit out of Georgia, don't say don't say nothing, bro. Jim Harlan gonna have that team ready to play, bro. You you know what? I'm not even going to say anything other than this. You guys will not score more than 20 points. Bro, you said earlier four points. You're giving us more. The most points outside of the Alabama game that was scored against Georgia was 17. Okay, so we score 17. We're only going to let them score 14. The average points scored before the game where they scored 17 points on UGA's defense was three. All right, so we're going to score. You guys barely beat Ohio State. We did not barely beat them. We put up 42, bro. That's still garbage. You're playing SEC caliber players. You're about to play against NFL caliber players. This is not just like this is not what he wants. Look, bro. All I'm gonna say is, all I'm gonna say is, how many Super Bowl appearances on all the head coaches are there? One. Who's got it? Jim Harbaugh. Let's go, baby. He knows what it, he knows what it takes. Jim Harbaugh is the future. Do you know that? Well, this is Kirby Smart, but. Nick Saban has never lost to a team where he's had more than two weeks to prepare, and neither has Kirby Smart. Did you know that neither of them have faced Jim Harbaugh? Oh, wait, Nick Saban has. Never mind. He whooped yes, that ass. Yes. But we'll see him in the national championship game. It's all right. It's all right, you bro. Know, Harbaugh, he got in that ass. Look, let me tell you I, something. Uh, let me tell I'm you just going to throw this out here. Um, speaking of championship game throw this out here uh, i don't i don't watch football i'm not a football fan um i live football through my co-workers hyping it up uh but with that being said uh roll tide continue this guy with the roll tide <laughs> bro it's all right man it's all right but we've ran long enough i'm not gonna keep y'all's time scott hit the plugs 
All right. So as you know, check the link tree down below for all ways to get a hold of us, right? Add us on Twitch, or I guess not Twitch anymore, but add us on YouTube for sure. Like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Keep that flowing. Keep that growing for us. Uh, hit us both up on Twitter. Um, make sure to hit the Patreon up. Uh, again, a New Year's resolution that we didn't mention is we're actually going to get that thing running that we've yeah, been saying we're yeah, going to get running for, sure. for six fucking months. For sure. Uh, we're terrible about that. Mike again, Moore's actually you know going to put his album on, on uh, Patreon before... Literally, I might. Oh, that'd be actually kind of hype. Appreciate that. If Mike Morton puts that on Patreon before we do, then um, no, I'm talking about he's gonna put it on our Patreon. Oh, like it, like uh, like a pre-release. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Anyhow, so check all that shit down below uh, at us, uh, you know, keep in contact with us. Hit me up on Twitter just to talk shit. Uh, I've actually, since the last time I said that, I've actually had a lot more uh, people just talking with me. So uh, it gets me on Twitter. And when I see Twitter, then I participate in Twitter. So there you go. Um, And uh, as always, you can definitely follow us on Twitch. Hit me up on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Mike, hit the plugs, your plugs. Um, man, um, Mike MRTN underscore on TikTok, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Google Plus, Zynga, MySpace. Um, uh, the fuck is a Zynga? Wait, are we on MySpace? <laughs> we, uh, I say we like our music. Weird people meet. Um, <laughs> Tinder. No, oh. don't hit him up on Tinder. <laughs> Or plenty of fish, I, uh, for that matter. I don't even have Tinder. <laughs> bro, you're married. If you had Tinder, I'd whoop that ass, bro. That's a fact. Bro, I, I don't think you'd have a chance to. I think that his significant would, other would, would probably, probably whoop that ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would be I'd be, I'd be at the funeral, bro. I'd be like, so no homies at the Orlando Regionals? <laughs> <laughs> She might actually come kill us just for putting the idea in his head, even though, like, we weren't, you know? Thanks. You guys mentioned it, therefore you guys are part of this, therefore you you all have to go. (laughs) (laughs) I saw you guys, you lived great lives. Not long, but great. (laughs) If it were to happen, we're all in agreement that we have, like, a triple funeral to, like, save money, though, right? Like, Facts. We're all getting cremated. We're, and we're all just gonna be on the same on the same table, probably in some cheap ass cookie jars too, because fuck right. paying those funeral urns. Yeah, prices, we're, you know? we're we're just doing it at one time, bro. Not even, not even a second thought. All right, on the on that dying note, this has been another episode of the Floaty Cast. It's been a doozy, and uh, happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year! Just remember, we're only taking dubs on New Year. Thanks. Peace again. Nine to no. Peace.